Hello, and welcome to the Beautiful Business Podcast. Beautiful Business is a community for leaders who believe there's a better way of doing business. We believe beautiful businesses are led with purpose by people who care, guided by a clear strategy, and soulfully grow. I'm your host, Ewan Sang, part of the Beautiful Business team. And today, I'm delighted to be joined by Gail Vorbin. Gail is a co-founder and creative strategist at Gas Studio, a B Corp certified design studio who advocate design as a tool to encourage access to positive life chances. Gail and co-founder Steve Goodwin believe that design is a powerful tool to reach diverse groups. Gas Studio has learned that understanding your community first helps to build positive campaigns that are believable. They work with organizations and charities helping them to move past the usual stereotypes and reading abilities to make communications work. I hope you enjoy the interview. So this part of the interview, we want to talk about giving back. Part of what you do is this 5% of time that you give back, which I think is a really wonderful initiative because arguably it's more powerful than cash alone because you're leveraging your expertise, your experience and the skills that you kind of bring. So tell me a bit about how did this come about and also what inspired you to donate time? We were already doing it, <laughs> even well in advance of committing to B Corp. And actually, it was kind of one of the things that made us think about the B Corp journey because we were already giving back to students at the college where I was originally lecturing. We mentored, we were doing free projects with different initiatives. So it kind of made sense that we were starting to put it into some sort of external form that could be accredited. So most of our B Corp points are actually based around community because that's us giving back. But it kind of made sense to formalize it. We realized we had been tracking how many hours we'd been spending. And we realized that it actually was quite close to the 5%. So we thought, actually, that seems to be a sensible figure that's quite tangible. And it actually does work out to a set amount of hours per full-term employee. It's basically 100 hours a year. That's kind of what it equates to. And when you think about a bono project, it doesn't take long to actually get up to 100 hours, really. If you've got two or three a year, that's kind of where it ends up. So why not formalize it? And yes, it does give an awful lot more back. It means that you're actually helping another organization who are helping other people further down the line. And if you're committing that to two or three organizations, we're actually supporting quite a few initiatives with a small team. So it kind of all makes sense. It gives us something to talk about. With other people, other non-profits, again, it sort of helps us in the door. We say we've got this 5% commitment. And sometimes if they have got a limited budget, it means we can actually subsidize them with a bit of extra time. It helps make the project work better. Quite often they'll come to us and we go, oh, there's not quite enough in there to actually really do it justice that it needs, or actually give it the mileage and the momentum it needs. So sometimes that extra 5% can help them just deliver it to it to a level that's needed. That's so lovely. That's really, really inspiring to hear you talk about it. And it's clearly really something that you're really passionate about. And again, it's that point, as you say, it's helping people who then can go on to help more people. There's like a compound effect, isn't there, of the time that you donate. So how does that affect you operationally? Because it's yourself and your business partner at Gas, along with your network. I know you've got a, a huge network of contributors and people that you can kind of call upon. But in a practical sense, is it literally 5% of your time? How does it work? How do you manage it between you guys across a business? We do track time like we track time when we're actually working with clients. So we use a total timer to actually track the time. From the perspective of when we fit it in, we do have to be realistic to the people that we're helping and say, 
our paid clients have to come first. <laughs> so there has to be that element that they have to be aware of before we start anything. So obviously it has to fit in with the times, our peak time troughs and peaks of our workflow. So it has to do that anyway, because otherwise we'd get mad. <laughs> we do try and fit it in as part of our business development because it isn't only acting as a support for nonprofits that need help. It is actually helping build our portfolio as well, because quite often it's making a better project or it's a project in an area that we haven't necessarily explored before. So it isn't just supporting organizations. It's actually supporting us as a business as well. So sometimes it's an investment in our business by supporting somebody else. It's quite a good arrangement. It really is. A lot of the people that we've been interviewing for the Beautiful Business Podcast have talked about how profit and purpose, this concept of balancing it isn't always the right approach to have. It's almost kind of like do one thing uh, at the expense of the other. You know, you, you do more purpose stuff and it'll affect your profit. If you're profitable, you're not as purposeful in terms of your approach. But it's not actually the case if you start looking at it, as you say, in your context. You're doing good in the world by helping organizations and not-for-profits make an impact in whichever space they're doing. But it's also opening opportunities up for you and for your organization. It's building connections, expanding your network, and all these little things. I'm sure the, the opportunities that arise just because somebody said, oh, yeah, we work with Gail over a gas for this particular project. You should give them a call for your project. And it's that kind of conversation and reciprocity that comes about because you're doing it although we're a small team it's making it a lot easier for us to actually contact bigger agencies and actually go in with them as partners as well on the back of some of this work that we've done so it is not only a connections within the non-profit world but it is also helping with partner agencies that might be other disciplines that we can work with because it's showing the sort of client base that we've got was broader which is really helpful yeah, definitely. And I guess uh, expanding your own portfolio, your experience, different, perhaps different sectors or areas or partners and, and charity groups that perhaps you otherwise wouldn't have had the opportunity to work with. Yeah, absolutely. They may not have found us. <laughs> definitely. It gives us a chance to go in and just prove ourselves a little bit sometimes. But then it might not be that we actually end up doing some paid work with them. It might be that we can show that paid work that we've done with them to show a bigger organisation the same kind of model. So it sounds like from a delivery perspective and also just from your kind of operational perspective, I think in the question that I sent over to you is like, you know, 5% doesn't sound like a huge amount of time, but most business leaders would love to have an extra 5% of time on their day, you know, to do do stuff with. But it sounds like you don't view it as that's 5% that's that's done and dusted that we, we don't get. It's part of a bigger picture of work for you and for your business partner across the whole of Gas Studio that touches on things like skills and network development, business development, you know, building up your portfolio. There's a lot more to it than just writing off 5% of your time. Yeah, a huge part, I would express a huge part of our growth at the moment is the quality and size of projects. So that's kind of where we're focusing our growth at the moment. And these help to feed into it. So depth and skills within project growth it helps build it. So it is not detrimental to the rest of the business. It's definitely complementary. And also the networking side of things that we've just mentioned, it's all part of business development, really, but in a different way. And it supports our values, which again, gets people talking to us because of our values. So from our perspective, it's a win-win thing, really. It definitely sounds like it. It's almost kind of like, um, yeah, regardless, it's something that you would recommend people do. It's personal. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to commit to it, if it's what you do, if it's what you're doing anyway, why not commit to it? Which was kind of where we were. 
Good, quick question. The 5%, do you find that that helps you stay focused as well in the sense that you obviously have a budget of time or resource of about 5%. Does it keep you focused in terms of how you use that 5%, who you give it to, what projects will kind of dip into that pot? Because the, the flip side on this is whether it be for a business development purposes or if it's a purely altruistic thing, is that that can spiral away you think oh yeah we'll do a bit of that work for you for free or we'll you know we'll do a pro bono and then all starts stacking up and as you say you know the trough time doesn't become trough time anymore it's also peak time so do you find that that five percent helps you focus or quantify well obviously it does quantify but do you find that it helps you manage it in that sense as well yeah it definitely does from both ways because we're a little bit low earlier in the year we we do track it each quarter so we have a quarterly review because of the governance that goes with B Corp, you kind of need to do a quarterly impact review, or we do anyway. So we, as alongside all the sustainability things that we need to talk about, we also talk about and look at the time that we've actually volunteered on a quarterly basis. So we can and we do select projects that will give real meaning when we, when we do select them. Um, but also if they're a bit, Beyond it, we might go, actually, that is going to eat us up. That is going to be too much. But the 5% gives us a good accountability level at which we can go, actually, that probably is a little bit too much. And that is going to fight against the paid work and our paid clients that we need to support properly. And if we've got this other distraction, it might just be a little bit too much. So we do think along those lines as well. But we also think along the lines of, are we going to hit the 5% at the end of the year? Okay, mid-year we reviewed it and we could see it was a little bit low. We've taken on a little bit more, which will work. And again, and we'll support our portfolio. <laughs> so it was worth taking on. So it was worth tracking it. And we know by the end of the year that we're going to be hitting that 5% and probably a little bit more, but that's how it goes. You kind of, 5% is a, a mark in the sand that helps us work to and not go too far beyond, but it's not the end of the world to do a bit, bit more. I'm so inspired by this, Gail. I'm really thinking I want to implement this in my organisation. I'm not just saying that for fluff either, because it just seems like such a sensible approach rather than the whole, you know, 1% of profit, 10% of profit, which has its space, definitely, because sometimes organisations need the cash. But it is around that impact bit. And I know we talked about this just before the call and challenges that you're facing at the moment is around measuring the impact of, because I guess time is relatively straightforward. As you say, you've got your toggle app, you can account for the time. But what, where's your thinking going in terms of assessing that impact? Because I guess it's always a learning process. It's always going to change and evolve, you know, the way that you approach it and the way that you perhaps assess projects that you're going to go into. But where's your thinking at the moment in terms of how you assess that the impact of the 5% of the time that you've donated. Yeah, and it's very different every project that we approach. Because of it being brand and not a website, which is very trackable, the visitors, the amount of products, all that kind of stuff, with lots of numbers against all of this stuff. Brand is so much harder, which is one of our issues. So you can measure the changing confidence <laughs> before and after what you've done. You can change how many volunteers have signed up to a program, maybe on the back of it. But still, there's a huge part with brand that is client-related. Have they benchmarked before we started? Have they signed up to the benchmarking that we suggested? <laughs> All those sorts of things that cause us issues. Being able to measure the change in journey is part of our problem because we're not directly supporting homeless people directly. We're supporting initiatives from a secondary basis. So we're giving them the tools for them to carry out the work. 
<laughs> so we're a little bit reliant on them using the tools and putting the energy in to support something as well as it could be. So that we are kind of a step away to a degree, which sometimes gives us issues with what the outcome is and how we can measure the outcome. There have been some things that are tangible. We did some work for a college, for recruitment for the college and a new brand to enable them to talk about their new courses. And we were able to measure that there were diverse students that were uh, recruited as a result of our inclusive campaign. <laughs> so there's some things that you can measure. Some things are harder to measure. So it's our goal over the next couple of years before we get recertified to try better ways of measuring and measuring emotional confidence and feelings towards a brand before and after is definitely one of the things that we need to look into and invest in a little bit more. I guess there'll be lots of organisations out there who want to go on this journey, a similar sort of journey to you. I'm very selfishly thinking about my company and the way that we do things, but it sounds like the advice would be think about what measurements could be put in place now that you can then benchmark against later after your donated time so that you can start, even if they are just indicators, but just so that you can show that the difference that you're making. And I guess kind of this is the sooner that you start thinking about these things, the better. And would you say, Gail, that it's now formed part of your selection process when you start um, looking at, you know, what projects or initiatives to donate your time towards that you, you do think about, you know, how are we measuring the impact? You know, what needs to be in place? What have they got in place that we can use now? And, you know, what can we do further down the line? Yeah, definitely. It's always an opening piece. <laughs> whether Whether we can ever totally extract all the information we need at the beginning because there's always an urgency to start a project. <laughs> so enabling them to think about benchmarking points is always a bit of a tricky one. But yes, it's definitely so crucial if you're giving back time to be able to understand that it is making a genuine positive impact. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It's definitely, it's definitely something that's needed. We have tried different ways of doing it. Sometimes it's successful. Sometimes it's not, but it all depends on how something is measured as to whether you are actually able to measure it. And can you go in again when the project's finished and actually take that next measurement? Are you actually able to access all that information is the other side of things as well. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Beautiful Business Podcast. And thank you to Gil for being a wonderful guest and sharing your experiences in creating positive change in the world with Gas Studio. Thank you for joining us for this week's Beautiful Business Podcast. Beautiful Business is a community for leaders who believe there's a better way to do business. Join us next time for more interesting discussion on how businesses can bring about change, helping communities, building a fairer society and safeguarding the planet. You can also join in the discussion at www.beautifulbusiness.uk.